Hi, and welcome to the Words of Encouragement podcast, a podcast of love, hope, inspiration, and encouragement using the Word of God for people from all walks of life. And of course, I'm your host, Arlena. Welcome everyone and thank you once again for joining me on another episode of the Words of Encouragement podcast. I pray that each and every one of you are in the best of health, best of strength, and most importantly, in the best of spirits, especially with everything that we have going on out there on a daily basis. It's not easy. We are definitely living in some different times, seriously speaking. And we must, and like I said, we must hold on to the Lord Jesus Christ because it's very important. He's our only source of strength. And he's our connection to Father God Almighty, who is our helper, our rock, the uplifter, the, you know, our strength. Yeah, our fortress. And as always, before beginning, I'd like to start by giving all thanks, all praises, and all honor to Father God Almighty, His Son Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. Because without them, I am nothing. We are nothing. But because of Christ Jesus, I can do all things through Him who strengthens me, including this podcast, as well as this podcast episode, as well as this podcast series, as well as this life as challenging as it can be at times. We must endure. We must run the race. Even when we don't feel like running it sometimes. Even, you know, we just feel like throwing ourselves down and just not running that race. We got to still run the race. There is hope in the end, whether here or up there. I'd also like to take some time out again to thank each and every one of you for listening, whether it's by hitting play or download, or if you shared the episode, I'd like to say thank you. I truly appreciate it. And even to those who just, you know, stop by to see what I'm doing. Nevertheless, I say thank you to each and every one of you. And I would like to say Happy New Year. And you're probably wondering, like, why is she saying Happy New Year? Well, the reason why I'm saying Happy New Year is because actually this particular episode is being recorded today on New Year's, January 1st, 2023. Yes. And I'm going to see how long I can go without messing up this year by putting 2023 instead of putting 2022. And actually, I did a pretty good job last year. So let's see how good we do this year. But yeah, it is 2023 and to God be all honor and all glory because listen there have been people all around the world that did not make it to see today you know we do not know 
what tomorrow holds or what is ahead of us, but we definitely know who holds tomorrow and we definitely know that as long as we are under the wings and the shelter of the Most High God, that no matter what the situation might be, what the storm, whatever it is, that God is able and he promised to never leave us nor to forsake us. And in those moments when you feel like you have been left or forsaken, know that God has not left you, that he is still with you. So that's encouragement for someone, including my own self. And you have to remind yourself of that daily. Remind yourself, God is always with you, no matter what. That's the most important thing. Yeah, it is hot in here. Lord, help me. (laughs) So yes, today is January 1st. Yes, 2023. And where I am at, the temperature is currently 67 degrees. Now, last week this time, we were battling a cold front that you even had people from different states trying to borrow some degrees from Florida just just until at least Friday or Saturday. (laughs) That was so funny, but yeah. And, you know, thank God um, for protecting me, keeping me safe, keeping us safe here in this um, city. I'm truly thankful because many people in, in my state woke up with no electricity for a couple of days, but we were fine. And I truly give God thanks. I really thank him. You know, I really do. Cause there are many of us out there, you know, it's just us. So it's like, Lord, we ain't got nobody. So please, we need the lights to stay on. <laughs> you know, we need the electricity to stay on and yeah, God will cover and we thank him. So yes, the time now is currently 4.44 p.m. And I am currently sipping on a cup of heart tea. It's called heart tea. Um, I think hibiscus is in it. I, I remember hibiscus being in it. I don't remember what else they have in it, but I know hibiscus is one of the ingredients. And also in this cup, I have with me a cough drop, a slice of lemon, some lemon juice, zero calorie sweetener, a little bit of honey, and of course, apple cider vinegar. Yes. So that's what's in my cup. What's in your cup? Okay. So let me just get a sip here. Okay. So we have finally arrived at Part three of the I Am Unloved series featuring Leah, the unloved and first wife of Jacob. So we are at part three. And if you did not get a chance to go back as yet to listen to the other two parts, I will leave links in the description box. That way you can go back and listen if you choose to do so. That way you'll get a better understanding of the story and exactly who this amazing woman of God was and how much she is a great example for many of us, especially internally. Because in a society today where you live, where everything is based on outward appearance and you got many beautiful people on the outside, pretty, gorgeous, drop dead. But on the inside, they're some of the darkest people. Their hearts are some of the darkest. God knows. So yeah, 
So the name and title of today's episode is You Have Taken My Husband, Leah, the First Wife of Jacob. This is part three of the I Am Unloved series featuring Leah, the Unloved. Previously, I said it was going to be for be a four-part series. Truth be told, I tried. So it looks like it's going to end up being instead a five-part series because a lot has been pouring out. And the thing about this is I actually initially wrote the first draft of this, of my notes, I think in September or either October, I don't remember, somewhere there. I think it was either September, late September, early October. And I ended up rewriting because I started getting different revelation. See, that's the thing sometimes, like when I do the study ahead of time, if I don't get a chance to record it, when I, by the time I do get around to recording it, new stuff starts pouring in. So then I have to add more to what I already have. And yeah, it, it's, it's quite a bit. So unfortunately, well, I wouldn't say unfortunately, because there's nothing unfortunate about God's word or his people. It is going to be a five-part series, but then again, that might be unfortunate for me because yeah, I got to do a five-part series. And doing series are not easy, but you do what you got to do. And it is unto the Lord. So yeah, I got to do what I got to do. So to God be all honor in all glory. Okay, so today's episode is inspired and really taken from Genesis 30 from verses 1 to 13. This is episode 113. Now to save time as well, I am not going to read it from the Bible. I read it the first time to give you an idea of a little bit of how the story is coming about as far as Leah. If you want, you can go and you can also read her story. But today's episode will be inspired from Genesis 30, like I said, starting from verse 1 to verse 13. So sit back, relax, go ahead and grab yourself your favorite hot or ice cold beverage and join me back here in a few minutes as we get started. So I'll see you in a few. By the way, I'm actually doing my New Year's cooking so I got to run downstairs real quick to check my spinach and rice. So I'll be back. Yeah, I'm trying to eat healthy this year. I'm trying to lose this weight. So I'll see you back in a few. Are you looking to spice up your quiet time Bible time with the Lord? Well, guess what? I might just have the right thing to help you. There is nothing better than being able to spend quality and intimate time with the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and in His Word. For many of us, this may look different from day to day. Check out my 20-piece digital quiet time Bible study bundle. It comes with six topical scripture writing plans to encourage and uplift you as well as to help you get into the Word of God. So if you're ready to dig deeper or simply ready to give your Bible study a boost, check out my 20-piece Quiet Time Bible Study Bundle and other digital Bible study resources at your Hira Print Shop. 
The link will be featured in the description box. And as always, I'd like to take the time out to say thank you to each and every one of you. I do hope and pray that you will be blessed. are listening to the Words of Encouragement podcast with yours truly, Arlena. Stay tuned. Okay, so welcome back. I just took off my rice. And by the way, I, my um, New Year's menu for today is chicken thighs. And these were some chicken thighs that I had seasoned since last week for the other week before. And I had like a couple, I saved back two. So that way I don't have to be, you know, bothering my head about trying to clean chicken and season chicken. So I took them out yesterday and I defrosted them and I, I, I baked them, added a little cream sauce to them. Um, I got a little Cre- Chez Creole sauce to go with it. That's like a Caribbean sauce. Um, the spinach and rice. Made some a fresh batch, small batch of candy yams. I still have some macaroni and cheese that was left over from last week. So I'm going to heat that up. That's going to also go with it. And um, as far as my vegetable, I'm going to do a quick, um... What is it? Cut green bean, cream of green bean, just something real quick and fast, you know, out of the can. Some cream of chicken in there and, and, you know, spruce it up. A couple of onions, garlic, and make it taste decent. And that's about it. And, of course, I still have some ginger beer from last week that I didn't finish. I still have some eggnog um, in the fridge. And what I did also for dessert, I whipped up a eggnog bread earlier so and I put a nice glaze on it so that's also going to be for dessert and I still have some Caribbean sweet potato pudding left that I baked from last week so I have a little portion left and yeah that's what I'll be having this evening by the grace of God as I hopefully be able to tune myself down and watch a nice Christian African Christian movie oh boy there's so many of them out there from some wonderful African YouTube channels out there, great ministries, many true ministries of God that are really ministering through drama. And it's just so amazing. So yeah, so that's what I'll be doing. Okay, so now enough of all of that. Oh, one more joke I have to share. Last night, as I was recording my New Year's Eve episode, my cat is fast asleep on my bed as you know it's more her bed than mine and let me tell you we crossed over my cat was sleeping for hours she didn't even know that we entered into 2023 
by time she woke up, it was like after two. And I'm like, isn't she? She got, like we said back home, she had life in London. In other words, she ain't got nothing to worry about. <laughs> she was out cold and just snoring. Seriously, she was snoring. You'd think, boy, she 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 did a night shift. You know, like she was working the job on the night shift, um, working construction or something. And she'd been busy eating and sleeping all day. I'm the one doing the running around, doing this cooking, cleaning. I'm the one who's tired and I'm up working, but she was busy just snoring herself away. But yeah, <laughs> just little things. But anyway, so now let us get started. Okay. So pardon me. So yes, welcome back to part three of the Unloved series featuring Leah, the first wife of Jacob. I am not going to do a recap. However, um... Like in the last episode, I said um, I would leave links. So then that's exactly what I will do. So let's just get going. So yeah. So one day during the wheat harvest, Leah's son Reuben found some mandrakes. Now I'm not sure... If he just found them or if his mother sent him to get them. And my reason for that is because as I was reading this in my study Bible, and this is my King James study Bible, you know, you have like um, subtitles. It said Leah's plan. So uh, I'm not sure if it meant that Leah sent him to go and get these mandrakes or whatever the case was. I don't Oh, He just happened to find them. I don't know. But it doesn't specifically tell us, but that was the heading. It said Leah's plan. So, yes, let us continue. However, he found some mandrakes and he brought them to his mother. And when Rachel saw him with the mandrakes, she asked her sister Leah to give her some of her son's mandrakes. You know what I also noticed as I was doing this study, and this is not the first time I have read this story. This is not the first time I know this story, but this is the first time I'm actually really diving deeper into the story because yeah, um, yeah, it, the time has come. But one of the things that I noticed, not only did the sisters not have a relationship, it doesn't even look like they're children had a relationship with each other and neither like it doesn't look like Rachel. Well, at that time Rachel didn't have any children anyway um at least not a, not yet it doesn't seem at this point it is Leah's the one who has had the children and it doesn't look like her you know Leah's children have a relationship with their aunt Rachel and doesn't look like she has a relationship with them either. Now, according to Easton's Bible dictionary, because I need to know what these mandrakes were, because boy, these seem to be the hot, you know, the hot topic <laughs> of, 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 of this part. So I'm like, what is these mandrakes that she was so interested? Because in? it was a big thing with these mandrakes. I'm like, what are these mandrakes? I never heard of them until, well, in the Bible. And back then I didn't look them up. But I wanted to know what, today I wanted to know what, what are these mandrakes? What are they? 
Now, according to Easton's Bible Dictionary, there are love plants that occurs only in Genesis 30, verses 14 to 16. And of course, they're also featured in the Song of Solomon, verses 7 to 13. Now, many interpretations have been given of this word, dudaim. It has been rendered as violets, lilies, jasmines, truffles of mushrooms, flowers, the citron, etc. The weight of authority is in favor of its being regarded as the man, what is it? Mandragora officinalis of botanis, excuse me, of botanis. Okay. A near relative of the nightshades, the apple of Sodom, and the potato plant. It possesses stimulating and narcotic properties. The fruit of this plant resembles the potato apple in size and is of a pale orange color. It has been called the love apple. The Arabs call it Satan's apple. Okay. And it still grows near Jerusalem and in other parts of Palestine. So if it was growing out here, I definitely would not want any mandrakes. But now listen to Leah's answer in verse 15. Genesis 30 verse 15. And this is what she says. After Rachel asks for some of her son's mandrakes. This is her response. Is it a small matter that you have taken away my husband? Would you take away my son's mandrakes also? Now here in this particular verse, we begin to see some jealousy and even possibly some resentment come from Leah towards her sister Rachel and the situation between herself, Rachel, and their husband Jacob. And this is what I got out of this verse. Today, many people would call Leah a hater, or they would say she was salty and jealous because Jacob loved Rachel more than her. And then, of course, you have others that would probably say Leah was always jealous of Rachel because she was prettier. She was a prettier sister. Or the fact that Rachel had gotten everything when it came to the looks and favor department. And of course, to Leah, it seemed as if Rachel could never lose. Whereas Leah was probably always left in the dust because she did not look or was she built like Rachel. However, with all of Rachel's beauty, she too also did not look or was she built like Leah spiritually. What I got was a woman who was probably tired of always being last. You know, a woman who was tired of feeling invisible, overlooked, rejected, unloved, not valued as she should have been. And of course, not appreciated simply because of her looks. And she, she probably was tired of always losing everything to Rachel. 
simply for the fact because she could not compete herself based on her looks or lack thereof. And all she probably wanted was to be loved as a person, as a woman, and as a loyal wife and mother to her husband and their children. You know, she probably wanted for once in her life to feel like someone, not traded off as if she were cattle or some sort of livestock at an auction. Yes, you know, she might not have had Rachel's beauty, but that did not mean that Leah did not have something or anything to offer or bring to the table. Matter of fact, Leah had the most to really offer. She had a whole lot to offer, especially when it came to the things of the Lord. And especially when it came for the long haul. And all she wanted was for once in her lifetime to matter and to be loved. And was that too much for her to ask? And what she wanted was to be loved by the person who probably mattered the most after the living God to her. And that was her husband, Jacob, the father of her children. No matter what she did or how hard she tried, don't care how many sons or children she gave him, she could never capture the love, the heart, or his affection that he, Jacob, had for his beloved Rachel. Just take a minute and place yourself in Leah's shoes. And let's be real. There are some of us who have been in her shoes, maybe not necessarily in the same situation, but we may know what it is to be overlooked, unloved, rejected, etc., or passed aside. Now, just imagine being in a loveless marriage where you have to hire your own husband with your son's mandrakes for the night. It is kind of like a man hiring a prostitute for the night. Leah had to trade her son's mandrakes for one night with her husband, Jacob. My God, that must have been extremely painful and embarrassing, all wrapped up in one at the same time. If this were both you or I, would you or I be able to handle this? Quite frankly, I don't think I could have, to be truthful. But maybe you can. Or maybe you could, I don't know. Now, for anyone who is or who has been in a loveless marriage, or even previously in your past, if you had, you know, been in a relationship and your significant other ended up cheating on you with another, you know exactly how that pain feels. So imagine for one second, or better yet, just take a minute. And I want you to really think. Imagine having to compete for your husband's love and affection, something that belongs completely to the other woman who just happens to be your sister. 
And by the way, who happens to be his second wife? Mm. Think about your husband or an ex or something cheating on you with your friend or family member behind your back and you found out. How would you feel? Or better yet, your husband divorces you to marry your sister. Because that is how they do it today. I am sure you or even I would be devastated. And although Leah was Jacob's first wife, she was being treated as if she didn't even exist. And although she was the first wife, I'm sure if Jacob could have had his way, he probably would have relegated her as one of their handmaids, but he couldn't. And we can say whatever it is we want, but even though Jacob may not have loved Leah or was not in love with her, or at least not like how he felt about Rachel, he took care of Leah as a wife and the mother of his children. He took care of his responsibilities because he still married her. Whether he was tricked or not, he still married her. He was tricked, yeah, but there ain't no different than the way he tricked his brother. And he, he held up to his responsibility. So it clearly shows you that Jacob had grown as a person, as a man, and as a person. As opposed to the, you know, the conniving trickster that, you know, conned his brother out of the blessing. He did not shrink back from his responsibilities as a husband in that regard, nor as a father. I mean, he didn't do everything perfectly because as his story goes along, as you go along further, you read his story. But still, at the end of the day, he still did his best, as best as he could do, considering the circumstances. He still tried. And thank God for that. Because just imagine Jacob being one of the men of this generation, this season. (laughs) He would have probably put her away the moment he woke up and saw that she was not the woman that he married. He would have dragged her down to the courthouse to get the marriage annulled. And then, of course, post a series of videos on TikTok to celebrate. Anyway, that's a different thing. Although Leah was Jacob's first wife, she was treated like she was second. Or if at all, when it came to his love and affection, she was definitely... Not first. And even times it's like he stopped sleeping with her. She had to bribe him. And, you know, she had to get mandrakes in order to trade services from him. That That is very painful. That is so hard. I could only imagine. My God. When you think you've been through some stuff and you really open this Bible, you realize, ooh, you ain't been through nothing. Mm-mm. So here she was, she probably was tired, hurt, embarrassed, frustrated, and felt like she could never win, especially when it came to Rachel or to Jacob. Now, wouldn't you feel the same way? Wouldn't I? I know I probably would if I was in her position. 
So maybe that is why she responded the way she did with jealousy, anger, and maybe even a little resentment. She had been through a lot. However, what Leah failed to realize is that just as she was a victim, so was her sister Rachel and their husband Jacob because of their father Laban's deceitfulness. He was able to get both girls off his hands for the price of one. Well, at least Leah. They were no longer his problem. And of course, he would not end up with Leah, you know, Leah being stuck on his hands for the rest of his life. They were now both Jacob's problem. And indeed, they were. And problems, they definitely had. He definitely had them problems. So stay tuned for the next episode when we go over some of those issues this throuple will continue to face in this marriage. So now we have arrived at the end of part three of the I Am In Love series featuring Leah, the first wife of Jacob. I hope that you enjoyed it. I also hope that you were able to get something out of it as I have gotten for myself. And I hope that it was helpful by the grace of God. And like I said before, if you did not get a chance to listen to part one and part two, I will go ahead and leave links in the description box. That way you can go back and listen to them if you choose to do so. So let us pray. Heavenly Father, I pray for everyone listening to the sound of my voice who might feel unheard, unseen, unloved, or even unwanted. In Jesus' name, amen. So now we have arrived at the quote of the episode. And boy, when this quote popped out, it wasn't planned. Because I, I didn't even have a quote together. And I just remember that I had screenshotted a quote on my phone. Was to meditate on whatever particular day that this devotional was from. And I said, oh my God, I don't feel like going down just to grab nothing. And I remember grabbing my phone and this is what showed up. So this is what it says. We, as in both you and I, must dare to be alone in the way that Jacob had to be alone for the angel of God to whisper in his ear. And that was, of course, taken from the devotional streams in the desert. And I think I will be using it again this year. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, just imagine. And it, that's actually from Genesis 32, 28 was the inspiration of that particular devotion. And where this quote basically is trying to center on. It was when Jacob wrestled with the angel of God. And he said, I won't let you go until you bless me. And I'm like, how appropriate. 
since Jacob and Lee and Rachel is the subject of these, of actually this episode in this series. So it came in just good. Let me read it one more time. And it says, we must dare to be alone in the way that Jacob had to be alone for the angel of God to whisper in his ear. Sometimes the problem with a lot of us, we think we need a ton of people around us. We always want to be around people. We don't know how to be alone. You got to learn sometimes to be alone. It's in my years of, you know, being alone is where I learned to hear and understand the word of God and to hear God's voice when he was speaking to me. And knowing sometimes when the Holy Spirit is trying to talk to me and God's trying to speak to me through the Holy Spirit, it's in those alone times. I relish my alone times. I really do. No, I'm not an unfriendly person. Yeah, I like people, but I got my limit. I, I like my me time because my me time means it's a we time as in the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit time. So that way I get time to hear what God is saying to me. What he's trying to say to me regarding maybe a prayer I've prayed, something I'm trusting or believing for, or something he just maybe drops into my spirit. Now imagine I said a prayer 30, what was it? 31 years ago. And I never expected, I didn't even remember nothing about this thing. And God reminded me. And I was like, oh my goodness, I did not even remember. And I didn't even know I was praying. I didn't. Because I wasn't saved back then. But I remember talking to the Lord. And he reminded me of this. And I said oh my goodness. And to see God honor that prayer. something I, I wasn't even thinking about that. I wasn't even looking. That was long forgotten. By me. But it wasn't by God. And 30 plus years later. God fulfills that prayer. In a strange way. But nevertheless. He fulfilled it. And that's all that matters. So yes. So once again, I'd like to take some time out to say thank you for joining me on another episode of the Words of Encouragement podcast. I pray that this episode, this podcast, or this series has been a blessing to you. And indeed, if this episode or this podcast or even this series has been a blessing to you, please don't just keep it to yourself. Please feel free to share it with others. It does not cost you anything. It is free. Spread the gospel. Help someone else. There were those who shared stuff with me that I was able to get free of certain things by the grace of God. The gospel is free. Please feel free to subscribe to the Words of Encouragement podcast if you choose to do so on iTunes.com, Spreaker.com, and Podomatic.com. It can also be found on Google Podcasts, CastBox, Player FM, Podacy, Podtail, and Deezer, and everywhere that podcasts can be heard. And you can also feel free to like, share, and subscribe on either one of the above mentioned platforms. Also, please feel free to check out my other podcast, which is entitled The Nuggets of Thankfulness Podcast, which is a devotional audio podcast, also featured on Spreaker.com, iTunes.com, Google Podcasts, and everywhere that podcasts can be heard. I look forward to being with you on another episode of the Words of Encouragement Podcast. And I'd like to say... Happy New Year to you because yes, today is January 1st, but by time this episode is released, let's see, it'll probably be January 18th or 19th. Yeah, and yeah, but either way, 
Happy New Year to you. God bless each and every one of you. May he cover you. May he keep you. Your family be blessed. And if there's something that God has been calling you to, listen, pick up yourself and lay your hand to the plow and let's go forth and do whatever it is that God has called us to do for his kingdom, his glory, his honor. It's not about us. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about him and his son, Jesus Christ. So on that note, peace, be blessed. I'm going to finish cooking my dinner and boy, I'm going to enjoy myself. And yes, I got one more day off. Praise God. So tomorrow I'll spend getting ready to go back into work and I give God thanks, even though I didn't get much rest. But guess what? I got a lot accomplished and that's the most important thing. And because I was able to get quite a bit accomplished, um, season five wise coming off with this podcast, it'll help to free up a lot of time that I would normally have to spend on weekends. I am able to rest and do other things that I would like to do or that needs to be done. Because no matter what I got going on, the work of God has to be done. And this is not a hobby for me. This is a call that I was commissioned to. He called me to this. I didn't call myself to this. Trust me, I did not. And whether or not I wanted to do it or not, I have accepted the assignment. And the work has to be done. The same way when I go to work, if my boss tells me X, Y, and Z, I got to do it, right? So ain't no different. So if I if I have to be obedient to the boss, how much more so to the Lord God Almighty and His Son, Jesus Christ? So yeah. So to God be all honor and all glory. God bless you. And remember that as long as there is life, it is never too late to accept Christ. What are you waiting for? Don't wait until it is too late. Don't. Be blessed. So see you in the next episode. So I'll see you in part four. Peace.